You are now tuning into Love Frequency, where love grows. So let's go. Welcome, and thank you for checking in before you check out. I'm Naya, your host and love advocate, and tonight we wrap up part two of Do You Trust Yourself? Now listen, I'm going to need y'all to tune in until the end. I got a good story for you, and I need you to tell me how you would have handled the situation. I feel like I did all right, considering, you know what, there was a thousand ways that could have played out. Before we get into all of that nonsense, how are you, baby? How is your day been today? I want you to take a moment for yourself right now and check in. Tap into source. Tap into your power. How's your spirit? And exhale. Again, we got to stop putting in cycles of fear out into the universe. I really do believe when you say I love you, you're really saying I fear you. So I am doing things so that you don't leave me or you don't hurt me or you don't uh, disrespect me or you don't disappoint me. And for those that are listening that are ready to fall back in love and trust it, you are at the point where you want to explode because you are ready for a motherfucker to just be there. Because now Miss Big Energy is being met with what feels like fear. It feels like fear. Because now when people come to me, I'm not enamored in the, oh, someone is giving me attention and I, cause I used to need that. So I'm still that woman who loves with her heart on her sleeve. Again, remember, I just have a little bit more awareness. I had one individual who hit me up. Oh, and I'm gonna just try to make a long story very brief. First message came through was, I would like to date you. All right. I think friendship is a better place to start. Okay, well, let's be friends. So here I am, big goddess energy, thinking, girl, you know what? This is just another human exchanging dialogue. There's no boundaries being broached, or you know what I mean? Like, it's just a conversation. So, Naya, come on. Human to human. It's that same humility that has you second guessing. But then it was like the next day. Well, we tried to exchange like a text message dialogue that just really flatlined because I was not really feeling the energy. It just really felt like an interview. There was just an energy that was a huge disconnect. And that's what I feel like happens when you show up with expectations of someone else to present you with something um, than just showing up as yourself. I say no to the dating, yes to the friendship. Well, we exchanged phone numbers, text conversation happens. I think they tried to call, but it, at that time I didn't know the number, so didn't answer. The texting kind of got awkward and died. The very next day, no, are you different in person? What do you mean? 
Like, because texting is awkward over the phone, would it be different face to face? So I guess that was the invitation to ask to come to my house. This is day two, three. No, I do not allow strangers to come to my house. Beyond the fact that I also used to be a very avid watcher of forensic files, I don't know everybody's energy. You are not going to fuck up. This space that I've created is sacrosanct. So, nah, partner, that ain't gonna happen. So I replied back, still trying to be understanding. At this point, I understand. I hear what some of y'all are saying. Sis, why the fuck you still texting? Because I think it takes a lot for a motherfucker to put out this kind of energy. And apparently he's trying to get to know me. I'm, I'm really interested. Okay, no, that's a fucking lie. Listen, what really happened was, I think at the point of, I want to date you and you didn't have a good comeback. This became podcast material. I am now fucking interested and want to know why me so you invite yourself to my house you ask I say no okay we hadn't even had a phone call before so in that moment he decides to call now we had already been like that periodic text what are you doing working and then I would go back to work and I know for some people uh, work means different things my work is just very involved and I'm typically working 12 hour days a Monday through well I'm gonna say six days a week I try to give myself one day where I really unplug but that's my life but I guess that wasn't satisfying enough because I didn't answer the calls now it's 8 30 in the evening I've worked all day tirelessly and what I do when I unplug is I go to social media And I go to social media for many things. I do research for my podcast and and we're quarantined. I can't just go to my homegirl's house like that. No, I'm going to err on the side of caution and stay my ass home. But I am going to get a little loose, get a little live on social media. So that's what I did. I'm single. I clocked myself out of work since I work from home. And I proceeded to get on my social media. Now, the conversation was happening on our phones. Why did you go to my inbox to text me? Well, I guess since we can't talk, you know, one of those, since you have time to post online and you don't have time to talk to me. What? Okay, let's rewind back to the very first conversation when you said, I want to date you. And I said, no. Now let's fast forward to where we are now. You're mad because I'm using my time the way I want to use my time. That's a problem for me. For many different reasons, the biggest problem I have is universe. Why? Why am I pulling in these type of algorithms? That's what I call it when it's energy I can't understand. Why are these algorithms coming towards me? What have I put out into the matrix that said compute, compute, and you spit this back? Was it because I was feeling really emboldened after my speech? And I was like, you're right. I'm just going to give people a chance, just humans a chance. I forget that not everybody is doing the same work that I'm doing. I forget that not everybody has divine solitude. Let me define what I mean by divine solitude. It's a really interesting place because, you know, being alone, dying alone, that always used to be my biggest fear. And now I am the most alone I've ever been. I don't entertain. I don't have a flirt buddy. I don't have nobody that giggles me to sleep at night. I talk to my kids and people that I associate with for work during work hours. But outside of that, that's it. 
And for a little while, that scared me. Like, I have no value. No one is reaching out. And then that made me sad. Like, bitch, why do you need other people for you to be seen? You see you. Start enjoying that shit. So I started enjoying that shit. What was I putting out, universe? Why this one? So yeah, that conversation ended with, I hope you have a good evening. And I really do. I hope they had a great evening. I hope they continue to have good days. None of this. This story was not shared to shit on anybody. This story was shared because I need you to also be very keenly aware that as you are working on yourself and you are making these revelations about self and how you can improve and sometimes it hits you so powerfully that it's like an instant glow. You can feel that shit vibrating all over your body. But sometimes when you are in that energy, you become so blinded by that that you think that everybody else is vibrating on the same frequency and baby, they're not. They're not. If you meet someone and it's almost like hanging out with a good friend that you've known for years, a confidant that you can trust, that is undeniable, unmistakable as frequency. And that doesn't always mean those connections need to be sexual that they need to evolve into something romantic. Do you know sometimes people are put in your life because they got something to give you? There's a message for you because your ego and your your human needs get in the fucking way. You miss that. You miss that. So in that situation, what could have been done differently? A few things. In the beginning, when that message came across, I could have just ignored it. Absolutely. Indebted it there. End of topic. But I was emboldened, so I proceeded, not with caution, but with greatness. As the conversation unfolded, I could have been more clear in my dialogue instead of responding with brevity. I did that because I was just irritated at my algorithms. But seriously, what could have been done different? My energy could have been more certain. I have been extremely skeptical. I have been overwhelmed, consumed by fear in my choices as I share. So of course, if I'm walking out on that shaky ass energy, I'm going to receive shaky ass energy. I think there are some distinctions that we kind of need to clear up. See, there's a difference between when someone is searching for something in you When they see something in you and when they know. See, when somebody is searching for something in you, that implies a deficit within them. Nobody should be looking external of themselves for somebody to fill them up. We we learned that lesson, right? We already passed that one. So why are we still getting mad? Because people aren't making us happy or people aren't doing what we want them to do. Now, When somebody sees something in you, that's alignment. That is light. When you are drawn to somebody's light, when you see their glow, that is a reflection. But when you meet somebody and they're not searching for anything in you, and they don't see anything in you, they just know who you are. That, that is a connection. But for many of us, the reason they don't exist is because no matter how good our intentions are, no matter how much we believe that we're ready for love, no matter how much we say it or 
or scream it from the rooftops, no matter how much in the core of our essence do we believe that we are ready, we still put out energy of hesitation and doubt and worry and fear. Man, that uncertain energy is a motherfucker. And I don't say this as a means to disrespect or discourage anybody who is rocking at that level right now. Heck no. What are you going to do with it? Now you become aware. So then you level up, right? Come on now. This is the podcast where love grows. And when you're aware, you go from the level of searching for shit in other people. And you start to see yourself, your own light, reflected in the connections that you start to manifest. You start to see that, man, I'm starting to pull in these positive people. and Things are starting to shift and move in a way. But all of that starts with you. Stop waiting on somebody else to fill you up. You know who you are. I know you listened to the last episode. Dig deeper for that shit. Challenge yourself to learn how to harness your power so you can call on it when you need it, not just when you're in pain. We should not be able to only tap into that shit when we're in SOS mode. And when you do, mm, when you do. Hey, loves, I told y'all I had a hell of a story for you. Okay, I realized it wasn't that impressive and I possibly walked right into it. But you know what? I learned something from it, so I ain't mad at that at all. And since I know you learned something from it too, why don't you go ahead and share this episode with somebody you know that needs to check in before they check out. And listen, I really would appreciate it if you would leave your ratings, leave your feedback. That helps improve visibility of the podcast if you can review how an episode made you feel it will do volumes but love frequency is all about sharing this art this gift of love so that we can just be better since you're here you might as well go ahead and get the church announcements on december 14th i am releasing my first album so stay tuned so you can get more information on how to get your copy I will also be re-releasing my first book on my birthday, December 14th. So stay tuned, stay connected. Until next time, I love you.